Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi guys, welcome back to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. I'm here with Sarah Huron. Hello, hello. Travis Cronin. Hey. Gwen Flamberg. Well, hello. And I'm your host, Brody Brown, and we're here to talk about all the hottest celebrity news of the week. We've got Teen Mom 2 stars giving birth, twins giving birth, Katherine Schwarzenegger preparing to give birth, celebrity couples trying to get pregnant, Glee stars getting engaged, Sean Penn getting married again, friendly exes, exes reconciling, very ill-advised Kardashians reconciliations, <clears throat> Chloe, Brian Austin Green complaining and his ex Megan Fox bragging, buzz cuts, apologies, coronavirus updates, Bachelorette filming mayhem, people turning on or uplifting Ellen, of course, a free Britney update because we're obsessed, and so much more. But before we dive into all that news, let's kick things off with celebrities' intentions. That's where we tell celebrities to start doing things or stop doing things. We set the intentions for them. Baby girl, Sarah Huron, who's your intention for this week? Well, first, I have to issue a retraction. Oh. Um, I heard from my father, and Tommy John surgery is about the elbow, not the shoulder. Oh, (laughs) no. You misled me physically. I know we never claimed to be baseball experts or doctors, but I, you know, if someone is on Jeopardy or talking to, trying to impress someone with their baseball knowledge, I don't want to be the reason that they don't know what Tommy John surgery is. So... Shout out to Vanessa Morgan and Michael Kopech and their messy situation, and I hope he's recovering well. <laughs> Moving on, I don't know if you saw these paparazzi photos of Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas and Matt Damon that I posted on my Instagram because I'm obsessed, but Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas are just full on making out, can keep their hands to themselves, while Matt Damon is awkwardly trying to not stare at them. And I just need, I don't even know what I need, but I need Ben and Anna to calm down. I don't. Oh, I do. I think I do it's too. Sexy. I do too. But poor Matt Damon is clearly so uncomfortable. And yeah, he's but put Matt Damon enough. has like 800 children and a very happy marriage. His friend, single again. He's, you know, feeling youthful with his young new girlfriend, who is, I think, kind of good for him. I hope. I like it. I think they're moving too quickly. And I think that Matt Damon should tell them to calm down. Wow. I actually love it. Travis, who's your intention for uh, my intention is for Mr. Jay Cutler because Kristen, I know we're probably going to get to it later, so I won't give away too much. No, let's re- do it now. Let's do it now. Okay. Well, Kristen K. Cav 
Cavallari has reunited with Stephen Coletti. Obviously, the reason for Laguna Beach, the reason they went to Laguna Beach was because of the love triangle between Stephen, Lauren, and LC. Um, Stephen! Stephen. And they reunited. So I really want Jay Cutler to sort of hit back with like thirst traps. I really want him to like work on his abs and just post like speedo pictures, like him like on a beach, like in the water. I just want like a flood of thirst traps. Travis, I agree with you. However, Jay Cutler has done the opposite and seemingly deleted his Instagram. That's Delete what I your don't account. like. So my intention is to get your Instagram back and just have it be a hot body Instagram. And I think we could all agree that that would be a lovely addition to this world. I love I Jay agree. Cutler. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Why do you love Jay Cutler so much, Sarah? Because I watched Very Cavallari and he was He's hilarious. He's funny on it. He's really funny on it. Fine. Yeah, I, know. I mean, I love Steven and Kristen, too. I love everyone in the situation. And I, I know they're, quote unquote, just friends, but I need Steven and Kristen to date. So Yes, a source told us when Kristen posted this picture that they have always been friends. So, but you know what? I love a revenge romance and, and especially one that's from the past. That's even hotter. Don Queen, I like it. She was cozy to him in that photo. I don't know if there were some drinks involved or something, but they were pretty close together. Maybe they're a new uh, quarantine because clearly those two are uh, not um, following pandemic guidelines. Gwen, who's your intention for? My intention is for someone you may have heard of, Brody, called Rihanna. Oh. Yes. So Rihanna is on the September issue of Harper's Bazaar. And she's not just on the cover of American Harper's Bazaar, also with a very fabulous and sexy interior spread. If you want to see all the pictures, you know what to do. Go to usmagazine.com slash stylish. But she's not only on the issue of American Harper's Bazaar. She is on the issue of every international edition of Harper's Bazaar. That's 26 issues. I would like her every day of the month to shout out a picture, a cover from each of those magazines. And also, I would like her to actually release some new music. Thank you. I was waiting for that. <laughs> That's Please. my real intention. Thank you, Gwen. Yeah. Thank you. That was my intention like last year. And then I had yeah. to abandon it. Thank you. The for... world needs it. Seriously. Seriously. Uh, well, my intention speaking of music is for Billie Eilish. I finally listened to her new single, My Future. Wow, it's so good. I'm always like, this girl is so young. Why are the themes so adult and applicable to my life? Does it mean she's an old soul <laughs> or does it mean I'm immature? <laughs> Anyhow, I need more music from her stat too. But now let's dive into some news. We've got a bunch of nameless babies being born. Well, we don't know their names yet, but Kale Lowry from Teen Mom 2 welcomed her fourth son on July 30th. She gave birth at home to her second baby with her boyfriend, Chris Lopez. Are they still together? Well, her her former boyfriend, Chris Lopez, they had a surprise, messy falling out. And then she shared some pictures of herself enjoying a, a placenta smoothie, which, okay, you do you. Are Three, you and supposed Nikki to Bella. eat it in pill form, not blend it up well, in a ninja? <laughs> you know what? There are a lot of medical authorities who say there are actually no benefits. You should really check with your doctor before you move forward with consuming um, your own parts like that. Okay. Um, but I just hope Kale is done having kids. But don't restrain a don't restrain a fertile <laughs> heroine. Nikki Bella and her fiance Artem welcomed a baby boy on July 31st. They shared the happy news on Instagram. And then her sister, Brie Bella, gave birth the day after that on August 1st, a baby boy. I mean, how cute that those cousins are going to be like basically twins. So cute. I I think it's weird. 
Oh, I mean, it's Sarah. a little weird, but it's also cute. Sir, you're just gonna get weirded out by baby anything. You didn't like the baby name Win last week. You just you're just like squeamish about baby. I don't like die for babies. And I also <gasps> just think the Bella twins, like it's kind of freaky for twins to like have back to back baby boys. Like, I don't know. I love it. I like all matching everything for twins. That'd be that kind of terror. Katie Lowe's, if you're a Scandal fan, she announced that she is pregnant, expecting her second child with her husband. And a lovely little Us Weekly exclusive, per some sources to us, Catherine McPhee, 36-year-old Catherine McPhee, former waitress and smash star. And her her husband, 70-year-old David Foster, are trying to have a baby. Oh my God, I thought you were saying she was pregnant and I missed it. I was like, no. where, did, where did I miss the breaking news alert? No, wow. but they're trying to have a baby. And speaking I mean, of- which just goes to show you that there is no justice in the world because a 70-year-old man can become a new dad. Seriously. Yeah. The wonders of male fertility. Catherine Schwarzenegger Pratt and Chris Pratt, as Chris announced on Instagram, she is very close to giving birth. A source told us that Catherine's been feeling great in her third trimester. She's still walking, doing little workouts, loves being on the go. She feels great for the most part, being close to the baby coming, and she's so excited to be a mom. Our source also said Chris is so excited, and so is older brother-to-be Jack. Now, Jack is the son that he shares with his ex, Anna Ferris. Our source said Jack talks about it to his dad and Catherine, and he's so excited for his sibling and his family growing. Jack and Catherine are close and have a tight bond. It's very cute. Sweet, sweet, sweet. You're going to die. We need to get into Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox sooner rather than later because Brian Austin Green is out here being shady on Instagram. What is it? Oh, you know what? Perhaps he saw the new ink that Machine Gun Kelly got with Megan. Oh, oh he saw it. It was not a tattoo of Megan Fox. Of Megan Fox, thank God. Not yet. No, oh, but yeah. it was ink and she was there. And if you want to see them, you know what to do. I'm surprised he has any real estate left on that bod. His neck. They're very, oh. It's a very violent tattoo. You Let me break it, it down and then I'll give you the new well, update. Let me break it down for you because I was horrified, as you know. I used to be a real champion of Megan Fox and admirer, but I think she's been really leaning into this romance with Machine Gun Kelly in a way that's a bit insensitive to her ex, Brian Austin Green, who said that he was told by Megan that they were just friends. Today, I saw she posted, achingly beautiful boy, my heart is yours. And she posted that with a a mirror pic with Machine Gun Kelly and posted a swipe up for his Spotify, like, new song. And now Brian Austin Green just shared a photo of his kids, the, the, his sons, with the same caption, achingly uh, beautiful boys, dot, 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 my heart is yours. Wow. What is this swipe up? Did he do a swipe up? Wow. <laughs> I'm dying. And he posted four pictures of, four slides, one of each son. It's really, really messed up. First of all, Megan Fox, you do have four boys. And so I think it's like if you were about to sit, call him the love of your life, it's about as tone deaf as, as that, calling Machine Gun Kelly. That's like the, her next step to call Machine Gun Kelly the love of her life. And I think Brian Austin Green is just recentering and reminding her, oh, by the way, you've got four kids. He's also been sharing a lot when he was talking about how unfortunate it was that he's like, I'm not like trying to date all these people. And he said he's not playing anybody. And he talked a little bit about on a podcast about meeting Courtney Sodden and Tina Louise on Instagram. And he was, said it was unfortunate things didn't work out with Tina. But like, what what is going on? I love, I love that he's that he's like fighting back like that. 
I think it's so crazy too, because he's been open about the fact that this is the first time he's, he feels like he's back in the spotlight so much. Cause obviously 90210 ended a long time ago and him and Megan were kind of settled down. They didn't do a lot of press. They didn't do a lot of social media. And now because she's out here parading around with the bloody Valentine singer himself and he is getting, you know, a little sassy on Instagram and I'm so here for it. I'm like really kind of proud of him. Listen, I'm not happy that he's hurt, but I'm happy that he's standing up for his like himself because he's been, I think, disrespected in a way that has been cruel and insensitive. What do you think, Travis? You know, as someone who just sort of did something similar, it's really tough to not side with Megan Fox here. But I really do think that she takes it like really, really aggressive to the next level like saying all these like oopy doopy things like never have I found like another life like this and Brian Austin Green's like you know millions of people are looking at this oh like no need to like do this to me yeah it's it's cruel and unnecessary and like again like I said last week share it on your close friends not on your main page mm-hmm. Jenna Ushkowitz is engaged she announced her engagement on Instagram to her longtime boyfriend on August 2nd yes a million times yes Luke Holmes announced on Instagram I love got- him that he got married. And guess who else got married? Sean Penn. I know you're all worried about if he'd ever find love again, but he said, I do, to his girlfriend, Layla George, after four years of dating. He confirmed on Late Night with Seth Meyers after a friend spilled the beans on Instagram. He said they had a COVID wedding. It was a county commissioner on Zoom. They were at the house with his kids and his brother, and they did it that way. Now, I love talking about this because it just brings up the fact that Sean Penn was formerly married to Robin Wright. From 1996 to 2010, and also formerly married to Madonna from 1985 to 1989. Mm -hmm. So good. I like, he's got like such a wild trail of exes. Speaking of exes, Paris Jackson and her boyfriend Gabe. I mean, we saw that coming. Travis, you had been watching their um, unfiltered Paris Jackson unfiltered show. I mean, I have been watching Paris Jackson unfiltered for work, not for pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. But no, it was like, it was sort of interesting. And this last episode, which was season finale, they were talking about how Gabe was always put in the backgrounds. And then they went on this photo shoot where they called him the boy, bring the boy over. And then the photographer was like, oh, could you put your leg up? And Gabe was like me. And they're like, no, Paris, why would we ever be talking to you? And it was so awkward and humiliating for him. And they were just like on the brink of a breakup. And at the end of the episode, they're like, if we break up, we're going to stay together for the music, which is not bad. The Sunflower music really is not bad, but not something that's surprising hope they're both happy well i hope so too because she talked about like she has like abandonment issues or she gets like didn't she say before in an episode she gets like upset if he goes to the bathroom and like absolutely the codependency on them was like insane and then he was recording with his group the trash dogs i don't know if you've heard of the trash dogs but that is Gabe's no. other group so he was recording oh. with the trash dogs as many times as i can say that um and then she was like away from him for an hour and had like a flip out that he wasn't like doting on her and all of that and couldn't stay away from him so maybe for the best Sounds like the split is definitely uh, for the best. If I learned anything in health class, that is what we call a toxic relationship. Trash dog. (laughs) Not familiar with uh, that. Um, (laughs) X is getting (laughs) along. Wow, we're messy today. X is getting along. Casey Musgrave shouted out her estranged husband, Rustin Kelly, celebrating his birthday on Instagram. She said, hope you know how lucky the world is to have you in it, Rustin Kelly. Why? Couldn't you just send him a text? 
Why on the IG? Why that flex? I we hate when everybody I talks to their significant other, too. especially when they're together and they're like, I know. on the couch, come on. But the, he's your ex. You're just doing it. So people are like, oh, they're, they're like such mature exes. But I mean, you, she didn't post about him when they were married. Why is she posting about him now? <laughs> That's a very good, good point. point. You know what? I like rolled my eyes at her wishing him happy birthday, but I loved Lenny Kravitz wishing Jason Momoa, who's oh Lisa, Lisa Bonet. I know. I, was, I screamed. And then Lisa Bonet trended on Twitter because Lenny said happy birthday at Pride of Gypsies, one family, one love, and had a picture of him with Jason Momoa, who's obviously currently married to Lisa Bonet. We broke the news that they got married, by the way. That mm-hmm. was not weekly exclusive. She and, must be like the coolest the chick coolest. in the universe because she has chosen amazing partners and they have always had these incredibly mutually respectful relationships. I mean, it's amazing. Like when Lenny cut off his dreadlocks, he had Lisa Bonet cut them off, even though they were no longer together. Do you know yeah. how significant that is? Yes. Like talk yes. about one yes. of them. Yes. Really into it. it. it and it, I would I like to it. have a threesome with Lenny Kravitz and Jason Momoa. <laughs> that will be my intention for next week. I love that for you. Me too. Yeah. You do. Yeah. I also admire Lisa Bonet so much that I transfer it to Zoe Kravitz, Jason Momoa, and Lenny I do Kravitz. Too. Like my love for her just like bleeds into them. So I like them just because of the adjacency. Well, we talked about KCAV and Stephen Coletti getting along and exes getting together. Dave and Odette Annabelle, this quarantine. I love that. That also made me so happy. I was like, oh, look at those brothers and sister stars. I know that's a reference that goes over your head, Sarah Huron. But they, (laughs) after announcing their split last year and then co-parenting, they got back together during quarantine. See, quarantine can be good for some couples. It can be. It was also good for Neo and his ex, Crystal Smith. And it's also been good for Khloe Kardashian Boo. and Tristan Thompson. I'm I mean, so upset. C- come yeah. on, Khloe. I have stood by Khloe through so much. Jesus. And I have written all those cheating stories. I have rooted for her, Khloe. We I were know. all rooting for you. I know. <laughs> come on, Coco. It's. I know that the NBA isn't playing right now or <sighs> they're playing in like a bubble and I don't know if Tristan's team is included. I don't think so because they weren't very good after LeBron left. Hashtag sports. But I think she needs to think bigger picture and when they are back to their regular scheduled programming, this is not going to work. Oh, and you mean when whatever life is like after the pandemic or after the current lockdown and more of the family's friends are around, there might be some temptation for Tristan to tangle with other oh ladies Oh my God, again. what if he gets with Stassi, baby? <gasps> oh, oh, don't, don't even put that out there. It. Well, listen, a source told us Chloe is hopeful that Tristan has changed. I, I can barely say this. Don't, don't. That, that Tristan has changed for good and will continue to grow and be the great and loyal partner that he has been throughout their time together during quarantine. Because there's nothing else to do. And cheers! That's why almost everyone has either texted an ex or thought about getting back together with ex. I'm not projecting. <laughs> or, or, or like David Odette Annabelle reconcile with an ex. A source told us that the fact that Tristan hasn't been working or been able to hang out with his friends and other athletes who have previously been a negative influence to him like he used to has been great for their relationship. But when things go back to normal, who knows what will happen? Another source told us that Chloe would love to give daughter True a sibling because she is at the perfect age. She has enough cousins. 
Beware uh, of that third trimester, Chloe. Now, <laughs> I, I mean, now that just would probably be when the world goes back to normal and mm-hmm. giving Tristan his perfect opportunity mm-hmm. to be third times the charm for Tristan mm-hmm. third trimester Thompson. Mm-hmm. I mean, just in case you maybe they'll name the baby three. Ooh, just oh, Sarah, harsh. Just in case the listeners have for not understood what our rage is about. Uh, obviously, in April 2018, news broke that Tristan had cheated on Chloe with multiple women. She stayed with him at the time, but then she called off their relationship 10 months later after he was caught kissing Kylie Jenner's then best friend, Jordan Woods. A chain of events that we reenacted here on this podcast. At we sure time. did. Larsa. Now, Larsa was very involved in that, and we know that there's some sketchy stuff happening there. Oh, so. we, we exclusively mm-hmm. reported what Kim and Larsa and the Kardashians' relationship is right now. You can find that at usmagazine.com. Now, Chloe and Tristan continued to amicably co-parent after they split in February 2019, and it was Us Weekly that broke the news in March that they had been quarantined together. And wow, lo and behold, we know what happens. Now they're back together. And what a complete and total nightmare, but exciting for news. And if you have no feelings or are not rooting for the Kardashians, it's exciting too, I guess. Speaking of Kardashian couples, did you see that TMZ said Kim and Kanye are on an island fortress working out their issues so no one can see them? That sounds like an actual nightmare for Hmm. everyone, including Kim Kardashian. Yeah, Anyone who's in the Mm -hmm. fortress must be miserable. (laughs) I mean, including the bricks on the wall. But also, like, uh, Sarah, I know you like to champion someone who's been... You like to champion somebody who's been done dirty. What about Jordan Woods? Will there be justice Mm. for Jordan Woods? No? I mean, I I guess it's so much like she got tossed all the way out, dragged across the coals. But if Tristan's back in, shouldn't there be some sort of public acknowledgement of Jordan? No. Ooh, wow. I have no interest in getting Justin, justice for Jordan Woods because I think Jordan Woods had the greatest setup of all time as Kylie Jenner's number one. And all homegirl had to do was not kiss Tristan Thompson, Scott Disick, or Kanye West. There's three people in the planet that she was shouldn't be in, entangled with. And homegirl couldn't do it. I mean, I don't she like Tristan, it. but Jordan, no. I mean, homegirl. She had the perfect life. Okay. All right, you three. Well, these people have gotten back together. Who do you, who would you want to see get back together because of quarantine, celebrity couple wise? Sarah, you're on. Okay, Gwen, Gwen Flamberg, you go first. Brad and Jen. This is going to be a big surprise. Brad and Jen. Oh my God. God. Yes. I think. I, I, you know, listen, loneliness does weird things to people. And I don't know. I just still, you guys, that like, that hand, um, what do we want to call it? Because it wasn't a, a side grasp. hug. It, wasn't a, it was not it was even. a little. It was a little Ugh. flick. That flick. It's, it was the best moment of 2020 for me. Oh and, my god! And I just think that you know they're both lonely. They could like sit outside one of their palatial estates and eat tacos and hang out. And I don't know. I could see it. Brad and Jen. Well, that's sick. But I can't say much about it because I'm also sick. I said that I wanted Brad and Angelina to get back together. And that, oh, God. that I, I know what? it's not right, but I know I'm, a, let me, let me get it out before I have to apologize. Well, all the pictures of him leaving where she lives because, you know, he has to go see the kids. I'm like, this is so strange. He's there so often to see the kids. We've reported today online and in our new issue that Angelina is trying to sort of get a reconciliation to happen between Brad and the older kids. 
And I'm like, if she can make the peace with them, and if they're going to be co-parenting together and not seeing a lot of other people in quarantine, this could happen. Mm. Okay, Travis, who do you want to get back together? My couple I want to get back together for quarantine is Vanessa Hudgens and Austin Butler. I just Stop. Thought- I was Vanessa Hudgens and Zach Efron. Oh no way. <laughs> okay, well, mine's way better. <laughs> that was a good one. I just love them as a couple. I thought they seemed so happy. And they, you know, got divorced right when he was becoming famous. And I wanted to sort of see them jump into their celebrity power coupleness. And Vanessa just, it would be so great for her. I need more for her. Well, mm. they weren't married. You just said divorced. So just throwing that out there. Okay, they um, married in my mind, Sarah. <laughs> That's all that counts, Sarah. <laughs> well, when I saw that picture of Stephen Coletti and Kristen Cavallari, just so many feelings came over me and it like broke the internet. And I feel as though a Zanessa reunion, which was like one of my biggest heartbreaks as a, as a person growing up, would do the same. So I'm just throwing it out there. But I also, of course, want Courtney and Scott to get back together. That's oh, like the hill I'm going to die on. God. Oh, God. Oh, Three wow. of these wishes were so messed up, including the Courtney and Scott one. He's back together with Sophia, as we have reported. I don't care. Okay, maybe we'll go on to something a little bit healthier, because I know so often when we've talked about who male celebrities should date next after their splits, Gwen has paired them with Charlize Theron. And there was this story this week where Charlize shared that she was in the car. She said, two days ago, I was in the car with my two girls and my little one said something like, you need a boyfriend. And I said, actually, I don't. Right now, I feel really good. And she's like, you know what, mom? You just need a boyfriend. You need a relationship. And Charlize said that she told her daughter that she was in a relationship with herself. And she said that that sort of blew her daughter's mind. I choose me. Kelly I mean, Taylor said it best. That's kind of like when Emma Watson said she was self-partnered and I rolled my eyes so hard out of my head, they rolled down the street and got run over by a taxi. But <laughs> who would you three like to see once Charlize is no longer in a relationship with herself? Who would you three like to see Charlize date? Mine is so bad. Oh my God, Travis, go first then. I can't uh, start with Sarah. Okay, mine is uh, Trevor Noah. Oh. I like, he's not married? With, like, he's a not younger- married? He's not married. I think he had like one girlfriend, but it's hard to bed like lock it okay. down. So she's not okay. anything serious. But I just okay. like that they're they're both South African. I'd like her mm-hmm. with like a hung like a young, like hot yeah. guy. He it seems is. really smart for her. I like a guy that's mm. learned for her. I think they'd be really mm. cute. Mm. Gwen, well, no, we'll save you, Gwen, because you always you always have a she's often your choice of who you partner with. Sarah, who's yours? The only person I could come up with was Pete Davidson. Oh my god! <laughs> Just because it would break the internet. Sarah, it would break. It would actually break. Oh gosh, you really must not like Shirley Theron. I said Harry Styles because Ooh, since I, okay, since I saw those pictures of him with that mustache, all I can do is think about Harry Styles with that I mustache. I love him. I don't. I don't think about him usually ever. I don't listen to his music, but Harry Styles with the mustache, like running on the street. I was like, oh my Lord Jesus, find me a man like that. <laughs> and so that's what I want for Charlize. Gwen, who do you want for Charlize? I can see her just really taming Justin Theroux. The way, <laughs> that, that? He, the way that he parents Kuma, I think that <laughs> he would be a great parent to her kids. He's very smart. You know, he really is better as more of a behind the scenes person in Hollywood. Like his writing is sort of, you know, better than his acting. And we know that he likes blondes. We know that he likes smart women. Yeah. Gwen only 
Gwen is only concerned with one circle in Hollywood, and that Kuma. is the Jennifer Aniston <laughs> bubble of the world. Sarah, it's the grown-up circle in Hollywood. That's true. Although I do really like the idea of, of Trevor Noah with him. I uh, with yeah, the right. I do. I could see that. I'm into it. Well, when she starts dating Pete Davidson, you'll all have to apologize <laughs> oh, to me. God. <laughs> So there have been a lot of a lot of things that have happened in quarantine. We've covered some of them in the reconciliations on here, but uh, we've seen a lot of people shave their heads. David Beckham, Cody Simpson, Riz Ahmed, Tiffany Haddish shaved her head, and then lo and behold, Rain Disick, five-year-old yes. Rain Disick, Rain Disick, shaved his head. And Kourtney Kardashian quote, "I am not okay." And then we saw his little braid. Were you guys shocked? Relieved? I screamed. <laughs> I mean, it was a little bit shocking just because he's so young and it's mm-hmm. unclear who shaved his head, but it just about broke the internet. And a lot of people like, you know, Casey Musgraves commented, Angel Baby, so many celebrities commented on it. And, you know, he's an adorable kid. He looks real cute with his head shaved. Yeah. I don't know if he had ever gotten a haircut before. His hair was so long, about as long I don't as think mine he did, right now. And Travis accused me of getting extensions. And I think that maybe Scott went rogue and just shaved his head and didn't tell Courtney, but that's all speculation. Sounds about I, mean, I don't know Umbra. about them getting back together, Sarah. I don't know for somebody to do that to their baby mama. I was expecting that each other. Penelope like cut it off as a joke and then they had to shave the whole thing. <laughs> Where's Mason oh. in this scenario? Oh yeah, he Filming seems like a hair TikTok. cutter. <laughs> exactly. Maybe it will be on TikTok. Maybe it was Addison Ray. To our resident historian, Travis Cronin, can you tell us what happened on this day in pop culture history? Well, Brody, I'm really, I'm taking you back to history because we're going on this day in 1962. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Today was the day that Marilyn Monroe was found dead in her Los Angeles home. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I couldn't not, you know, it was such an iconic moment and every single it girl like praises her and wants to be her. Wait, can so we I, talk about those pictures of Mama June? <laughs> Wait, there, oh, the Mama June Marilyn Monroe pictures. No. Yeah, somebody we saw some pictures and someone like had captured them. Mama June recreates Marilyn Monroe's iconic picture as no. the hurricane. The wind from the hurricane blows up her shirt. It's amazing. Her it's dress. amazing. No. It was, I was like, oh my gosh, rest in peace, Marilyn Monroe. Like, please let her. She was. Let her rest. She was resting in peace, <laughs> but now she it's is jolted fir- up. It's the first sentence that Marilyn Monroe and Mama June have ever been included in before, and hopefully for Marilyn Monroe's legacy, the last. Well, and I also have another one that's a little more recent. Um, Today was the day that poor uh, Jillian Harris from The Bachelor was cheated on by her man that she picked, Ed, can't pronounce his last name. He slept with his former girlfriend, Lindsay Johnson, on June 4th, eight days after proposing to Harris on The Bachelorette. And that was just a day after he failed to entice another girlfriend, Bethany, into the sack by texting her, bring beer and condoms. Is this an old Weekly story? Yeah, it is. <laughs> wow. You know what else happened her- 10 years ago today? What? The Real Housewives of D.C. premiered. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, true. One, with the party crashers. Yeah, one season, but also iconic and groundbreaking. Iconic. Yeah. Speaking of iconic and groundbreaking, Travis, you saw Beyonce's Blackest King. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Incredible. I, well, I haven't seen it because I'm locked out of my flipping Disney Plus account, but please tell us the biggest highlights because I've been listening to the music and I saw the video for already. And Uh I loved Adele's Instagram post. Adele, by the way, is hard to write. She just popped up in my feed. She's hot. 
woman. She looks like a different I, person. I loved her post acknowledging Black is King. She looks even thinner than she had been looking. And she also, her long hair, her blonde, long mermaid curls. Mama yes. Mia vibes. Sort of oh, Beyonce God, vibes, Mama actually, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was wearing the, with the Marine Sarah bodysuit that Beyonce yeah. was, was wearing in the video. First of all, the outfits I saw in the one video alone from Beyonce's video, I was like, mind blown. Well, the highlights from it are for sure the the visuals are incredible. Like every second is beautiful. She wears like a more studio bedazzled everything, which I'm obsessed with Karen in New York who does all of her like bedazzled accessories. But if you're going to watch one thing, definitely brown skin girls is the number one to go. Blue Ivy sings on the track. Lupita Nyong'o, Naomi Campbell is in it. Her and Kelly Rowland have like the cutest little their heads are facing each other and she's like, I love you, I love you. And they both like laugh oh. while singing to each other. And so what just was the, the drama with Michelle one. Williams. I don't well, Michelle Williams has been having a little like mental health issues over the past well, few years. But and I don't someone know had asked her, one. like someone had asked her why she's not in it, and she's like, I'm up here minding my own business or something. Cause people were like, Why weren't you in Black as King? Troll, I, like, can trolls just like leave her alone? Like she yeah. had that split, she's like taking care of herself, like. Not everyone that Beyonce's ever worked with, you don't, you're not asking like Latavia or all the people who used to be in um, Destiny's Child why they're not in. And Kelly was raised. Well, Kelly was, and Miss Tina, of course, is in it as like the head of the Tea Party. But Kelly was like, she had a bad family situation. So she was raised with the Knowleses from a child. So she really is like Beyonce's sister, sister. I think they only call in Michelle when it's like a Destiny's Child time, not like when it's family only. Thank you. But watch, uh, oh my God, Brown Skin is great. Blue Ivy is amazing. It's just, it's incredible. Go do it. Black is king. Now, I know this is up your alley, Gwen. It was Meghan Markle's 39th birthday. That's right. Her several, first 39th birthday. Yeah. Several members of the royal family took to wishing her happy birthday, including Prince William and Duchess Kate, who were on Instagram. They all used the same message. They wished her happy birthday. Now that, you know, is... um surprising if you're a royal watcher and you've seen the new book that details their decision to walk away from their royal duties but nice that things aren't so ugly that they i mean they had to go on instagram and show that they had to but i'm happy that they did yeah and also speaking of birthdays martha stewart turned 79 come on oh still looking hot hot as hell looking hot and martha stewart could get it from anyone she looks great yeah she really could and of course she's like having like delicious showcasing delicious pancakes and caviar (laughs) and salad niçoise but talking about all these birthdays you know what it's time for oh it's time for celebrity birthday boxing mania that's right into the imaginary ring and put imaginary gloves on all the celebrities who are actually celebrating their birthdays this week and put them to imaginary fights. Now, this round of Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania will be refereed by Tony Bennett, who is 94. <laughs> oh, Gwen Flamberg, Billy Bob yes. Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton turns 65 on August 4th and David Duchovny turns 60 on August 7th. Oh, wow. Hot dads. You know, duking hot it dads. Out. Billy Bob Thornton, he has displayed some darkness like when he was married to Angelina Jolie and they wore their, each other's blood vials around each other's neck. But David Duchovny, he is notorious for one thing and he could use it like a club. <laughs> to knock Billy Gordon right out of the ring. David Duchovny oh takes it. He just got knocked out with a penis? This is a first. Yeah. 
I think he's also well known for Californication and X-Files, but moving on. Travis, Jerry Hollowell, Ginger Spice, turned oh, yeah. 48 on yep. August 6th. Our patron saint, Travis. Uh, yes, she is. And Charlize Theron, who we already spoke oh. of, turns 45 on August 7th. It's not like Oh my God, well, this is really just mean, Brody, because Jerry Hollowell is, of course, my ginger mother. She is amazing. I love her. Everything about her. But, I mean, Charlize Theron could kick anyone's ass. I'm never going to have her lose this game. Charlize wins. I'm so sorry, Jerry. I hope you get the treatment you need because Charlize just kicked your ass. I know. I know. Well, Sarah, your round, it's Shawn Mendes who turns 22 on August 8th. I know. Stitches. <laughs> and J.C. Chazé of NSYNC who turns 44 on August 8th. Double Shawn's age. Who wins? Well, Sean Mendez will not have stitches. JC will have the stitches and Sean <laughs> Mendez will win. Oh mm, How did you not include Meghan Markle? Uh, because I knew I knew it would be an unfair fight and any of you any of you three would have her knocked out immediately. <laughs> but uh, clearly Charlize Theron is going to take this round in our final round Absolutely. because Travis noted she is a beast. Speaking of beasts, wow, Sarah and I have both watched tonight. Real House of the Beverly Hills episode. And wow. there is, it is continued brawling in a she said, she said. And if you're on social media, you probably saw Brandy Glanville's tweet where she said, maybe if you're so worried about hurting your children, then as a married woman, you should not fuck your castmates and expect it not to get out. Take responsibility for your part, DR. And that DR is to Denise Richards, who has mm. been hit with allegations that she's denied about Brandy hooking up with her. That is a hot mess, but really, really, really a great watch. Great TV. I'm a little disappointed in Denise. I feel as though she should have prepared her defense a little better. I know she's not a professional housewife. She's not a seasoned housewife. We're dealing with, you know, Brandy Glanville here, who is a professional. Um, However, Denise is an actress. And I, you know, if she's going to bring up, if she's going to deny this, you'd think she could convince us a little more because so far... I'm just getting some contradictory information and some hypocritical information and some weird allegations trying to say that all of a sudden Brandy has slept with everyone and it's not really adding up to me. So I'm hoping that Denise can get it together because I like her, but I believe Brandy. Yeah, that was a strange scene to watch last week. And then we saw that everyone saw the teaser for this week, which they'll see in the episode tonight, where she said that Brandy said she slept with uh, multiple people on the show We've heard from a source that that is not true, that she's not said that she slept with the other women. And there's a lot of back and forth. But no, I did not believe Denise's. I felt bad for Denise last week, but I did not believe that she had no idea. And speaking of TV, are any of you excited that Who's the Boss is coming back? That news came out this week. And I was surprised that Alyssa Milano and Tony Danza will be reprising their roles in an upcoming revival series, Who's the Boss? But Not even just reprising their roles. It was their idea. Yeah. I think it's cute. I love Alyssa Milano. I love Tony Danza. I'm more excited about the Saved by the Bell reboot myself. Of course you are. Well, you know I love Britney, and I love talking about free Britney, and there was a development in all this free Britney conspiracy chatter. Uh, Jamie, Britney's dad, who so many people pin a lot of bad actions and bad intent on, he said, all these conspiracy theorists don't know anything The world doesn't have a clue. It's up to the court of California to decide what's best for my daughter. It's no one else's business. It's horrible. We don't want those kinds of fans. I love my daughter. I love all my kids. This is our business. It's private. 
He denied rumors he'd stolen from his daughter. He said, I have to report every nickel and dime spent to the court every year. How the hell would I steal something? Now, a source told us that Brittany still wants to be out of the conservatorship she's under. And we uh, maybe that will happen, but likely based on the past, no. And it doesn't sound like Jamie is there, but a lot of fans are continuing to push for that. Blink twice, Brittany. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. Please don't start that again. Speaking of a lot of conspiracies and thoughts, Ellen is generous, you guys. How the mighty have fallen. I mean, it was coming, and it's been coming for a long time. I still find it shocking, but I'm not surprised. I find it more shocking the people who have chosen to defend her. her. I agree. It's really random. Like, Ashton Kutcher... What dog do you have in this fight? Go away. Well, they've been best friends well, for a long time I, and neighbors You know, for a we while. haven't seen someone like Jen Aniston or Jennifer Lopez speak out about it yet, but we've seen Scooter Braun, Kevin Hart, who infamously Ellen stood by Kevin Hart when he had to step down from the Oscars after his past homophobic tweets. And I was shocked and upset that she did that. But now he's paying that back. Nacho Figueres has stood up for her. Of course, her wife, Portia Doubleday, she shared something on Instagram and said, I stand with Alan. And she said, thank you for your support. Portia Del Rossi? Yeah, Portia Del Rossi. You what called Portia Doubleday. Oh, I yeah. Like, I was like, is that her? Is that, I mean, I know her name mean? was Amanda before no, she changed she's it. That, that she, her, Portia Doubleday is a different actress. Portia Del Rossi. But Caitlin Doubleday you're thinking of? <laughs> yeah, but from Empire. Portia, Portia Doubleday is also an actress. Oh, good for her. Look it up. <laughs> uh, but she, she shared hashtag I stand with Ellen DeGeneres. Hashtag I stand with Ellen. Hashtag stop bot attacks. Right, it's not bots. It's former employees of the Ellen DeGeneres show. And these A-list celebrities trying to undermine their feelings is not cool with me. And that graphic was really lame. I don't understand what what the bot attacks thing is. I'm like, this, this doesn't make any sense to me. This is not TikTok. No. And <laughs> Katy Perry, of course, spoke up for her. Alec Baldwin. Then we saw her former DJ, DJ Tony, said that, yes, it was a toxic environment working there. So there have been a lot of people back and forth, like, falling on either side. Travis, do you think that Ellen will have to step down? I think Ellen will have to step down for her show. And I think Game of Games will probably still go on. Because people watch Ellen for that lighthearted environment. They want to see happy things happen. And just knowing behind the scenes, there's like racism and sexism and sexual assault and people just fearing for their emotional stability is not a cute look for a daytime show. Well, I don't know if there's been a sexual assault claim, but there have been racism There have been. Tons of against the producer. Was it sexual assault or was it sexual misconduct? Sexual misconduct. All right. And well, that, that middle one harassment. about the producer was pretty misconduct Yes. <laughs> um, but a source has told us that Ellen is not planning to quit. She doesn't want to quit. She wants to take care of her team. Um, there's been a lot of support for her. Us Weekly exclusively reported details of a call that producers had with staffers this week, addressing the media reports, saying some of the things were true, some of the things were false, but reassuring them that the show will go on. We've heard from a source that Game of Games is in pre-production, that the Ellen show is going back to work this week. We know that there is an internal investigation launched by Warner Media into the show after BuzzFeed's report about the racism, fear, and intimidation that employees experience while working on the show. It's definitely a, a moving story and an Us Weekly cover story this week. Yeah, I think they should just give it to Leslie Jones and just be like, here's your new show. Everyone will be happy. Everyone loves oh my Leslie. God, she'd be so amazing. She's when, also re- doing th- the reboot of Supermarket Sweep, which I'm excited oh, about. That's so good. <laughs> when, what, are your, what are your thoughts about this situation? I mean, 
I think that, you know, as I always say, and I am a Semite, yo Semites, we've heard about that this week, but I always say where there's smoke, there's salmon. You know, it's like all (laughs) these people who are coming forward with allegations that there was a toxic environment can't be wrong. And we've all experienced being in some level of toxic environment in our lives. And, and we know that it's really hard to come forward, but when people start doing it, you start getting this snowball effect. And, and I think that, um, you know, I think that she should step down sooner rather than later from the talk show. And there's been a lot of chatter about who would take her place. Who do you guys think would take her place? It's interesting because we've read in the past that Portia de Rossi, her wife, wants her to leave earlier, but Ellen's the one who's wanted to stay. And I think from what we're hearing from sources that she will stay. I think she has enough people in her corner. Like we've heard that like her friends like Mario Lopez and Jen Aniston, Justin Timberlake are on her side. They know that she, our source said they know Ellen can be tough, but accept that about her and know that it takes a lot of work to run a tight ship like her show. They get it. But I think once she leaves... I definitely think, and we've reported on this, that execs are going to try to get a talk show by Kristen Bell up and running because she's so damn popular. Everyone she's so Kristen popular. Bell. She's so cute. She's very cheery. She does things for good. I think she'd be great in that role. I don't think Ellen's going anywhere. I don't think she is either. But Sarah, you know what you do know about The Bachelorette? What the hell is going on? Oh my on God. We, we thought we were going to get a season with Claire Crawley. Break it down for us, please. Oh my God. I don't even know anymore, but what I do know is you can get all your scoop on Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast, but I will tell you right now. Um, Basically what happened was news broke that Claire was already in love with one of her contestants and was refusing to continue filming the season. Now it was about 12 days into production that this came to light, which prompted speculation that Claire and this person she's in love with, who we're not naming the name because we don't want to spoil everything... You can Google it if you want. It's not it's, Charlize Theron. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> um, that they were speaking before the show came out. Obviously, we know that Claire was supposed to start filming in March. Production was shut down and the cast list was already out there. There was some changes, but there was a lot of men who were on the original list that ended up at this Palm Springs resort to pursue Claire. A source later confirmed to us that she was FaceTiming and communicating with one of her suitors and they just hit it off and she didn't want to film the show anymore, which... Angers me to no end, but we'll get to that. That led producers to scramble and be like, what should we do? We only we can't make a show with 12 days of footage, which I kind of think they could and just do like a little mini series, but that's not what they're doing. They have called in Taysha from Colton Season. And at first we thought, okay, that meant Taysha's just taking over. She's the new bachelorette. Claire is taking a back seat. We heard that we were gonna see the beginning of Claire's journey, then have Taysha take over, see if she has a connection with any of Claire's men. They called some of Claire's eliminated men back. But now, Us Weekly broke the news that Hannah Ann from Peter's season, the winner, is on set in Palm Springs. There's speculation that Becca Kufrin is on set in Palm Springs. No confirmation there, but she was seen wearing the same bracelet that production is wearing and with a similar background to this Palm Springs resort. So now people think we might have a mini paradise situation of our hand, on our hands, a bachelorette panel. Becca is still technically engaged to Garrett, we think, but we don't know. It's a hot mess. Um, there's a chance ABC is just throwing all of this out there and to get us to talk about it, and it's working. But either way, I mean, I was not really worried about Claire's season because I was so focused on Matt James, and now I can't wait. So it's working. It could be something really interesting that we haven't seen before in terms of franchises for The Bachelor. And we Paradise was canceled. 
This is a better way to ensure that people actually find someone that they like versus every other like doomed bachelor couple that we see. This might actually be a better format to the show. I guess, but it really bothers me because Claire went off on her high horse a few months ago telling everyone to respect the process and respect her and not like cheat and create cameo accounts. And then she was talking to one of her contestants, allegedly, and could only film 12 days because she's so in love. Like, I don't, it's annoying. Excuse me, like the great poetess and writer said, the heart wants what it wants. And she <laughs> Selena followed Gomez? her. Yes, and she it's followed her, her heart as one should. I but think- every Bachelor knows who their top two is at the beginning. That's what they've all said. Ali Fedotowski, without even knowing this information, on the Bachelor podcast this week was like, if it was up oh to me, God. there would have been no season. But this is and the thing. This is what I have a problem with because The Bachelor is a game. It is a game that these people go on to actually have real fame and monetary rewards. And it's like, if you're going to sign on for this, you play the game. It's not fair. I agree. Yeah, I agree too. But I just think it's good. Well, they finally didn't pick like a 24-year-old bachelor bachelorette who has no idea what they want and is not ready to get engaged. And we got someone who's in her mid-30s who's like, I actually know what I want and I'm not playing this game. Like, screw these other guys. This Claire's 39. One. Sorry, late 30s. Well, they yeah. brought her back and everyone was so excited about that. So it's just mixed reviews. Mixed, mixed. They were, <laughs> they were excited about her first, then they announced the mat story and then people were less excited about but Claire. But what's so interesting about this whole thing is if it is some sort of like panel, Claire's contestants are kind of all over the place because she was older and they had some older people and Tasha's 29, but Hannah Ann is 25. Like it's kind of bizarre and it would be wild if we ended up with like several couples out of this season. I'm definitely intrigued, but I'm I'm also just confused. I think that the competition, I've always loved Paradise. I never really liked Big Bachelor. I think that the competition that you get in a paradise kind of setup where there are more potential matches is not only more interesting, but also more reality-based. And I mean reality-based, like not a reality show, like actual reality. Is It's just, it's more, it's more interesting and it's more relatable for more people. So I don't know. I kind of like this um, plot twist. I do. Well, speaking of playing games, before we get to 25 Things You Don't Know About Me, we have two more matters of business. One, Rob Kardashian, this should have been my intention, stop teasing us with the partially shirtless pics. We've seen like your neck, we've seen part of your back, we've seen your arm. We've also seen that he appears to be dating this IG model, Eileen Giselle. She shared like a picture, a little, she had like a filter with like the screen with hearts after like a a dinner date with him. And then she shared a pic of Arthur George (laughs) socks. We all know that Rob Kardashian is the Arthur George sock designer, but I'm just like, <laughs> why every time is he with them? This is like how we found out the news that he was with Black China because she had posted those pictures on social media. Like, get you a girl that's a little bit more discreet or, or Seriously, not. Seriously, listen to Justin Bieber intentions, a girl who don't need no tags or mentions. Yeah, yeah. And speaking <laughs> of breaking their silence and not being discreet, we've had several more celebrities come forward about testing positive for coronavirus. Brian Cranston, at the end of July, shared that he had coronavirus. He was pretty strict about adhering to protocols. He said he still contracted it. Lena Dunham said she self-isolated for a month after she was diagnosed with COVID-19 in mid-March. And also Peter Thomas, Cynthia Bailey's ex-husband from Real Oh my God, but Brody, tell him what he was caught doing after his corona diagnosis. 
Wait, he said that he thinks he got Corona because so many people come up to him and want to take pictures. I'm not sure how many people want to take pictures of Peter Tom, Thomas, but okay. He said, Seriously, that's the real and, problem here. And they hug on him and, they're, and they say they like him. And he said that he takes those pictures every time and he thinks that he got it from one of those pictures. But what was he doing after? I thought that he was saying that he was still taking pictures. Like no, no, with no, no. No, he was in bed talking about how this happened. Okay, and okay. as we know, Big Brother premieres this week, and Julie Chen Moonves said that she <laughs> uh, that several of the house guests had tested positive, so they won't be oh. on there. They had to yeah. bring in alternates, but I'm like, kind of, I'm so here for that. I haven't watched Big Brother in the last couple summers, but there's never been a time where I needed a show on three days a week than right yeah, now. And I it's think I'm, all stars, so. I, I might do it too, because I really like some of those all stars. Well, guys. Hold on, a, final piece of breaking news, Brody. Oh no, we what an, is it, what a, is another it? Another teen mom is expecting Chelsea, <laughs> baby number four. What? Oh, wow. Yeah, Chelsea oh, and Cole. She, their third ne- baby together, but her fourth baby overall. So, aka teen mom two is never going to end, and they are the most fertile women on the planet. Teen mom right. forever, or something. Well, guys, I went into the archive and I pulled an issue from April 2013 to pull out this page of 25 things you don't know about me. Now, listeners, you can play along while my three co-hosts, I hope I did not forget that we already did this. My three co-hosts try to guess who this 25 things you don't know about me list we did with this celebrity. Number one, I went to my first Mardi Gras at three months old. Number two, my friend Butch introduced me to Nietzsche at 16 years old and changed my world. Number three. Harry Connick Jr. No. Number three, if I wasn't an actor, I'd be a marine biologist. Number four, I found my cat on the blank set. Number five, I consider my pets to be mine, my families, and my friends. So I have more than I could count. Number six, I love No. Ooh. Oh, are you thinking I did another Buffy one? Oh, by the way, I'm I'm finally through terrible season four. Number six. I love social media because it's a total game changer. Oh, how, how, Original. Knowledgeable, how knowledgeable he was in 2013. Oops. He. Ah! Number seven, I flew 83 times last year. Number eight, God, I should not give you any clues. Number eight, I can write in cursive with my feet. Hmm. Number nine, I would love to go to Mars. Number 10. I will remember this one, but I can't remember who it is. Number 10, I have to eat every hour. Number 11, fast Jason food. Jason Mraz. No. <laughs> what? 2013. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that name since 2013. <laughs> Number 11. Fast food freaks me out. Number 12. The thing I miss most about my hometown is being immersed in nature. Number 13. Howie Mandel. No. Number 13. When I need to get away, I hook my Airstream trailer to my Audi hybrid and disappear deep into the wilderness. Number 14. I wish I could paint. Number 15, Spaghetti Westerns are my favorite movies. Matthew McConaughey. No. Dak Shepard. No. Number 16, I founded the Blank Foundation in 2010 to empower and educate our youth. Number 17, the women in my life. No. Number 17, the women in my life have had the most impact on who I am today. Patrick Dempsey. Number 18, I put truffle oil on everything I eat. Number 19, my last meal would be gumbo. Number 20, I will- Who's from Louisiana. Number 20, I, no, number 20, I won't eat tangerines on Tuesdays. Mm. Number, is that like a weird code? I don't know. I hate number tangerines. T- I love tangerines. No one says they hate tangerines. Sarah Heron no, does. Number 21, I've met Grumpy Cat. Number 22, I want to see the end of deforestation through sustainable solutions. Oh, okay. Number 23, I wish we could all understand that sustainability, education, innovation, and compassion 
are essential for progress on our planet. Leonardo DiCaprio. No, number 24, <laughs> my guilty pleasure is Cap and Crunch. Number 25, I'm writing this list in the back of a New York City taxi cab. Whoever this is, if they were single, they should marry me because we have so much in common. I love Captain Crunch too. Well, I love Cap. They can't What'd marry. you skip? They can't, um, okay. You know what? On I'll the set of blank. Yeah. On, on the Lost set. Oh. I who was from it. Louisiana who was in Lost? I watched, oh, uh, Ian Summerholder. Yes! You got it. Well done. I was going to say, they can't marry you, Gwen, because they're married to Nikki Reed. Oh. Wow. Sarah, well done with the final clue. He is very into the environment. Very. I should have gotten that. He's, he's long been in the environment, but not into tangerines on Tuesdays. Well, that's <laughs> it for today. Thank you for joining our Hot Hollywood podcast this week. We hope you enjoy us again next week because we hope you're enjoying your time with us and maybe even learning something from it because we do try to deliver the hottest, most relevant news to you each week. Please share, like, subscribe, tell a friend about this weekly news podcast. And please tell us. You can find us on social media. Tell us what you want to hear more of or maybe who you want to hear more from. We've got a great guest next week. Otherwise, we hope you join us next week again on Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. So long and farewell until next week. <laughs>